Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome back to the Keith Cheggers podcast. This is episode 11. I'm Hannah Norris. I'm the host. (laughs) I'm here with my husband. Carl Donnelly, the co-host. Yeah. Father to be. The the helper, the the sidekick. Sidekick. The the gimp. (laughs) I'll tell you, any of these titles I will be happily... Uh, set with for life okay great and um this is a podcast about pregnancy because that's what's happening to me in my body and to us right now and um currently at week 16 of this pregnancy um we're back in our beautiful quiet house yeah last episode uh we'll introduce guests in a second the last episode we went to alexis dubis's and his uh, wife Pauline's house, and we had uh, interviewed both of them with a toddler running around. Yeah, which I thought, which I thought was valid because, um, you know, the point of this is children. But it is nice to be That's home. So, it's so quiet. <laughs> and we're here with our guest, who is a very funny lady. She's a comedian with a very deep and sultry quiet <laughs> <Hawaiian> voice. <laughs> her name's Tanya Edwards. Hi, thank you for having me. Hello, thank you for coming over here. Um, and. We're talking to you, obviously, because you've been pregnant before. Yes. You have two children. And I very, very thoughtfully left them both behind today. <laughs> yeah. Just say you're the first guest who actually said, no, I want to come to your house. <laughs> <laughs> I want the break. We've been very like, we'll come to you. We don't want to like interrupt no, I, I, or um, be... A- I, I definitely do want to escape. Also, it's a different kind of vibe because if you're even in the same building as your children, they are your priority. Yeah. And... My priority generally is to be witty and amusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like you know, it was it was really good to be there and have have their son with us. Like it's, yeah. but it it you know it does show you that the you can be honest. It, no one will ever love your children like you will. Yeah, and yes. that also will apply to other people's children. When when we saw each other at the weekend when yes. we gigged together. Yeah. And you and Mike Gunn were discussing this. I mean, Mike Gunn, a comedian, basically said a sentence where he said, that Sometimes it's, he, it scares him how much he loves his children. It's and insane. you were saying, you were both sort of talking about how it's almost, if you actually sort of objectively look at it, it sort of feels creepy. Well, it's, it's deranged. <laughs> it is a complete, it's peak derangement. Mm. I spend all my time thanking a God I don't believe in for my good grace and fortune <laughs> to until I weep yeah. with joy. <laughs> it's a bit much. But <laughs> and you also, we should say, and I don't know if you won't mind me saying, but um, you were very tired at the weekend. I, I'm very emotional generally. I'm and on, at one um, point you cried <laughs> at another comedian's set because he said something quite sort of nice on stage. Well, he was talking about dying. He's he's dying and he's talking about dying. But, he's but, suffering from an illness. Yeah, you know. he has 
let's hope there's some developments in the... Of course, we hope that he won't be dying, but his jokes are that he's going to be dead soon. No pressure. And then he's also telling funny jokes. Yes. Mm. And I, I was... <laughs> you had to take yourself I thought off it was all fa- I thought it was all very <laughs> amusing until I told him how funny it was and then I had to take myself into the bathroom <laughs> and just sob, <laughs> sob into the sink. But it, really weirdly, I was back there last night doing the cutting edge and at the top... Um, we're having a meeting because it's a topical comedy show. And so people just literally whipping through the headlines before we start in case various things come up during the show, asking who's got stuff on what. Mm. And one of the things that came up was the fact that a child died in some Ikea furniture. Oh, I heard about this. And I, I felt the tears coming uh, and come uh, when, uh, as this happened, Ian says, oh, sounds like an open and a shut case to me. And then someone else is like, top draw. And I completely snapped out of it and I went the other way. And yeah. I was like, oh, it's just jokes. It's not because <laughs> life isn't horrific, but that's not what we're talking about this evening. And it is that it is that much of a knife edge. It can literally go either way. In fact, I think I was about one month more pregnant than you when I, no, actually I was bigger. Like I must have been six or seven months mm-hmm. but i um started moving out of our flat yeah <laughs> because you were supposed to be moving out of no your because uh i was angry and <laughs> 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 i said i was pregnant with the first one and i was moving out and i was too fat for anything um mm-hmm. i was too fat for any of my clothes so i was just packing towels just packing towels. <laughs> you're never too fat for a towel <laughs> and sanjavi came into the bedroom he said what are you doing i said i'm packing and he said yeah i can see that but why i said i'm moving out and he said but why and i couldn't remember for the life of me yeah. i couldn't remember and then it came back to me it's because i've been talking over news night you had yeah and he just asked me to stop because he couldn't hear what (laughs) 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 and that was it that was it i was off and so i'm i don't think it's just me i think that you've got all of this to look forward to i think like i i'm generally quite stable with my emotions just thinking the thing that's been making me cry at the moment is only when i read anything about the cats the cats. film yeah the film the film cats and um, it's, it's, it's cry laugh yeah it's cry laughing <laughs> and it just i can't yeah. it, it sends me absolutely over the edge particularly when they talk about how horny the cats are and i just spend about two minutes in this state of cry like it's so intense what was all, something happened, was it, yeah, something happened yesterday morning it. i can feel it you did something yesterday morning that you were convinced was weird and you asked me if i still wanted to be married to you I don't remember what it was. (laughs) (laughs) And it was something really minute and wasn't like, it wasn't anything. It was, you you did something, some weird noises. Like I made. Um, Somebody got a phone on next to, near the. I don't think so. Oh, that could be my mother calling me. One second. Um, We've got a little bit of feedback um, from your mother. Um, I've got no idea what my phone is. That is, it is your phone. Your phone's really powerful signal because it was quite far from the mic, powerful but it all phone. went a bit crazy. Uh, that's the babysitter, actually. Just I like to have constant updates on the baby. But he's, no, he's fine. Okay. So I've switched it off. Oh, I, actually okay. need some, I actually need some charge. Do you want me to is it, uh, um, plug it in if yeah, you like? I, um, I, was so crying. Yeah. I was crying like reading the that Paranoia in the Laundrette. Have you read that? No. It's by the guy that wrote... With Nell and I, Bruce oh, yeah. Robinson. It's really, really short, yeah. really funny. And I was laughing reading that, and then I started to cry. This is in front of my toddler when the baby was born, like s- crying. I had <laughs> yeah. to stop reading it because it was so funny, but I, I'd lost it. Mm. I lost it completely. <laughs> Read that, and then you'll have two okay. things to. Right. <laughs> you'll have two things to cry laughing over. Um, 
paranoia in the laundrette. I had to think. So yeah, in terms of my my moods are pretty stable, but there are def there are little bits of me that I can feel getting a bit more irritable. At oh, the it's moment. coming. And the other night we were just watching TV. You know, when we were watching TV, and I was just like, yes. oh, I'm bored. I got really bored. Yeah. Um, and but Carl was very much like, oh, we should like this. In a few months' time, we'll be relishing this sort of moment when we're just by ourselves, quiet, watching TV and making the most of that. And I was wondering, do you have like... You can't make the most of things prematurely, unfortunately. Do you have have visions of what your life was like pre-children and things? Fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... I just feel... I don't... I really... I am... The hormonal thing is going to stop as soon as I stop breastfeeding. I'm going to be so normal again so soon. Yeah. I just need a bit of sleep and to stop breastfeeding. But um, I, I, it's just a different stage of life. I yeah. wouldn't switch it for anything. I've never, ever been happier, apart from when I'm weeping. <laughs> <laughs> How old are your, your children? Uh, my toddler is three. I can't believe you shamed me like that at the top, Carl. Um, what? The, the toddler, is that how weepy I was? The <laughs> toddler is three, especially as I hid in the toilet so no one would have to see how it was. But then you came out and um, it was clear. just told me how emotional you were. Yeah, it was evident. Anyway, so yeah, so three is the eldest and then my baby's nine months. Okay. So nine did months. you have a period where you stopped breastfeeding then between... Well, yeah, yeah, you can't get pregnant breastfeeding. Well, oh. you can, actually. I mustn't say that because... Um, I don't want to be responsible <laughs> for any of that unprotected <laughs> sex that is behind one of my godchildren. So, uh-huh. um, but yeah, so you don't really get pregnant breastfeeding typically. Yeah. Typically, yeah. No, don't listen to me, everybody, but because you, you're not. Um, everything stops. Yeah, the hmm. cycle stops. I mean, I don't want to be explicit. If any, I don't want to embarrass Carl here. You I stop bleeding when you're breastfeeding. I've read. Really, you read it all. Yeah. I've so you don't get your period while you're breast- no. breastfeeding. So it's still even more time then potentially where I'm not going to have my period for ages. Yeah, like for at least, it like, depends how long you want to breastfeed for, but you yeah. will not get your period back and do some breastfeeding. Now, the reason you could get pregnant is let's say you were winding down on the breastfeeding yeah. and your hormones were kicking back in and you were going to start getting your period and you didn't realise, but you were actually ovulating, then there would be an outside chance you would get pregnant. Right. Yeah. Good to know. And, but, and before we started recording, we told you that we that done had IVF, IVF which yeah. is how we got this baby and was it your first cycle that succeeded yeah so yeah it was and we did it because i was i'm just turned 40 so we had the cutoff point that you had to do it you could do it for free on the nhs before you turned 40 and also you know that once you have one baby you're much more likely to get pregnant for the next didn't know that either so a friend of mine (laughs) 10 years 10 years they tried a snip (laughs) (laughs) what no (laughs) you want a few um, <laughs> you do. I want another we one. We don't even know what one's Give like me yet. another one now. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible. Have to stop me. breastfeeding. Yeah, well, so I need to do more than that. I need to stop suggesting I want I, another I baby. I just want one really creepy, lonely child. That's my, that's my goal in life. I, I honestly, it depends on you, really. Mm. Because So basically what happens is, once you have a baby, apparently it makes it much more likely to get pregnant again quickly. People yeah. say that... Well, I know someone that waited 10 years to have their baby and then they finally had one and then within seconds they're pregnant again. Right. Yeah. Um, but. That's uh, interesting because we do also have one egg on ice, one frozen embryo Yeah. Um, that we can use later if we want to. Then we, we it's not it's not free then, but it's much Less cheaper. Less expensive. Yeah. yeah, than doing but the what full if, uh, Imagine, say, further down the pregnancy, you'd imagine by the end of pregnancy you don't really love being pregnant, but... Then we ha- really love having a kid. 
could we theoretically get someone else to carry that embryo? No. <laughs> Why? Theoretically, you could, but I don't see that. Because who do you want carrying the baby? Because there's, loads of, there's loads of stuff that you're not going to like <laughs> about the whole thing. Yeah. And that's tough. That's the weirdest thing. I feel really violently um, unselfish. To the point where I do feel like policing other people's behaviour. Yeah. (laughs) It's this idea that you might not like it and that therefore maybe you would consider getting... I know that was a joke, Carl, but it wasn't funny. (laughs) Here we go. It's like Saturday night all over again. Oh, she's she's flipped. (laughs) Carl's crying. He's going to the toilet. And might might be me. Um, You realise there's lots of things that you don't like and you just have to put up with them. Yeah. That's part of the journey and well, realizing your own absolute irrelevance i haven't found you know pregnancy has been fine been pretty cruisy with it so i, I don't see that as, no, as the as the future but that was an interesting thing because that uh, only a couple of people have asked about whether we'd want a second child and i, I had no idea about that being it, that it's much easier to get pregnant not for everybody yeah. again i'm not a doctor either but i also think do it while you're in the zone yeah. So, for example, right now I'm really, really, really broody. I would happily have a get pregnant today. Yeah. Just whip him off the tip. Oh, <laughs> yes. I can't because of the vegan formula, which we can discuss later. But stop that. Crack on. Yeah. Have another one, maybe two. And ideally, a girl, but not even bothered anymore. Happily would have another boy. Yeah. But even wouldn't even be upset if they were twins. Like and I'm, do you think do you, do you have a um, do you have an understanding of what that is? Like why you feel so strongly it's, like you like I'm hormonally insane. Yeah. <laughs> and once you're out of this zone, yeah, then you then you think, what, what madness? Why would I go back there? So you should really have the next one close. So in the time that I had my two, a friend of mine, she had three. Yeah. But I, there was a bit of a gap. There's like two years, nine months between my children. Yeah. And it was my other half actually who said, listen, it's now or never for me because I don't want to have children after 45. Mm-hmm. And so I would have waited a bit longer. Yeah. And now he's after. Now he just turned forty six, and he's like, oh, "That's it. I'm done. That's a wrap." And I'm yeah. like, "No, I'm back in the zone. <laughs> <laughs> give, give me more. Give me yeah. more." And uh, but once you're out the zone, then it's hard to go back. Yeah. So don't wait too long. Just knock this one out, then pretty much have the next one within a year. Ooh, oh. <laughs> season two of Keith Jiggers. <laughs> now, now Carl is looking emotional. Excellent. No, I'm not, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'll break I'm, you. As yet, I'll I'm break to- you. Yet. I'm an open book to. I yeah. Not, at the minute, I mean, I've got the easiest job alive currently. I'm just Hannah's pregnant. I'm, I'm already. I've just bought an antique pram. Yeah. That's where I'm at in the sort of preparation for parenthood. I'm yeah. just buying unnecessary Ill things. thought out. It's Which is it's it's, it's very so, beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's such it, a lovely thing. It only costs thirteen pounds. eBay. Got it on eBay. Also, I guess you could use it, but I mean, is it safe? Hundred percent. It's the sturdiest thing on earth. The no. basically the woman I bought it off. I just saw it. I was looking at antique prams on eBay. That one was one that you had to collect, so it was it had like a really low starting bid. It's very pretty. And it's like it's like it's pr- it's a sixties original, like r- beautiful red for just for listeners, just to paint the picture. It looks like something from Rosemary's Baby. It's the kind of thing you're never ever ever going to successfully get onto a bus. Oh, no, definitely oh, no. not. I mean, it's not. I, it's, I'm, I'd be surprised if it ever gets Leaves further the than the, the park around the corner. It'd be a nice one to walk around the park. But she told <laughs> me, around the park. The woman who uh, sold it to me. 
Um, You're said, already preparing to peacock with your new baby. I love it. <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm accessorising it. But she said... <laughs> yeah, it's normally the woman that's doing She it. used it. She didn't use it for, you know, going to the shops or anything. She said she used it for... She'd put the baby... She's got... I think she said she had three or something. She'd put the babies in it uh, and put it out in the garden just to get some air with a little a can of... She gave us a lovely antique um, umbrella that goes over the top. And she said, just leave them out for a couple of hours getting some air. I was in a restaurant the other day and I met this woman. Now, what country was she from? Because it's kind of pivotal to the point. I think it was Denmark. Yes. One of those cold places. Mm. And they just leave the babies outside in Finland. the park. Yeah, it's Finland Swe- is, oh, and Sweden, Sweden, isn't it? Yeah, yeah they're, they're speaking. They it's just really leave popular. the babies outside. Yeah. And, that's, I, and they all go into the cafe on their own. Yeah. I didn't put my child down for seven months. First one, I got a papoose. It was attached to me. This is why they're all sitting on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> don't, like, you should just listen to whatever I've done and not do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Well, I've been really, uh, my mum sent me this book, which was my grandma's, which is a mother craft manual from 19, the 1940s. Let them cry. It, there's a bit of that, not overly, but it does say that putting fresh air every day is mm. is a is a rule for the kids. So either having them outside or they're near a window. And oh no, you've got to leave the house. That's the, my top advice. Now in China, you're not allowed to leave your room for a month, and if you have other children, mm. they just look after them for you. They believe in the sort of confinement for that first really? month, to, and they believe it's all part of the woman's recovery it's and everything about, else. Yeah, kind of acupuncture it's really stuff. Chinese medicine. Yeah, it's really a big thing. Yeah, like whatever. Um, it's not even a class thing. It's not you even have any, if you have yeah. it's anybody. Yeah. You'll have like your mother-in-law will be there. Can you imagine anything worse? But <laughs> and I love my mother-in-law. But um, I would say the opposite. I would say leave the house the day you have the baby. Yeah. Because within, I think I left the house on the first day I was at home. Yeah. I couldn't wait to get out of the hospital. I was mm. out really quickly, and then I was out really quickly and I think that that's why I was so happy and I, I was so confident I could I literally did change my first baby on like a windowsill in a cafe I yeah, yeah, so yeah. Carl when we got the pram Carl said oh we can walk the baby home from the hospital after you've no that's birth. that you'll you won't want to do that <laughs> <laughs> and I was like I might not be able to walk yeah, I, was, sure I, I was being yet. a bit romantic <laughs> there, it's slightly, I uh, yeah you yeah, that was uh, that's unlikely. Uh, <laughs> but we'll just jog back. <laughs> yeah, but then once you're also you'll have stuff. Yeah. So, and but once you get home and you feel content, then you should immediately go around the block, even if it's just the shop, because yes. you'll really get yourself into yeah. a pattern. And I know people that didn't leave the house for like a day, and then it became two days, three days, yeah. a week. Yeah. And then they hadn't left for three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it can tip you the, it's like taking drugs i imagine i wouldn't know and if i've heard you take drugs and <laughs> they don't go right yeah you're kind of stuck on them and you've got to ride the wave yes. well you are stuck on the drugs yeah and for a long time so you've got to just roll with it yeah and you it will either be euphoria i mean I'm, i was hearing choirs of angels sing i'm not suggesting it's entirely um normal yeah <laughs> but it's either going to be really high or really low yeah and you might as well flip it to high quite quickly yeah. at the top yeah and embrace the fact that you're on the right because you know it's um it can be yeah oh so i was very lucky with my first baby my second baby got colic but my first baby was right it's the percentage i just i'm reading a um book called Pregnancy for Men recommended by Felicity Ward Mm -hmm. Uh, and it it talks about the the actual numbers of babies that have colic the the percentage is much higher than I realised well you know this because I'm so fascinating about it wherever I go but it was because my baby is dairy intolerant yes so the second 
I stopped eating dairy. His skin went normal. The colic stopped. It was all over. Ah. But that's why I can't stop breastfeeding because I can't give him a formula yet. Yes. Okay, and, and that was, yeah. So it was something a friend of mine who's expecting a baby in a couple of months he started asking me some questions about what we've prepared and he's he's loves gadgets and he's got huge lists of all the things that they're buying for the baby. And he asked about what we'd thought about for bottles and formula. And I was like, well, we haven't really. And he said, well, if you can't breastfeed, like having yeah, having yeah, no, yeah. that option in the house already. And so I was like, oh, yeah, that's a thing to think about. And then that you were saying that he's on a vegan formula. Well, I – yeah, so you're both vegans. Yes. But – Trust me, the formulas are not nice. Right. Now, maybe it what wouldn't, are they maybe made it out of? Maybe know? it wouldn't matter if you were doing it from the top. Well, this is a thing that I don't know. But they have, um, it's like weird. The, one of the ones that I've got, the Neo K, tastes like soap. If you <laughs> taste it, you can't get the taste out of oh your tongue. Mm. But it's not even just that. It's that you have to throw it away within an hour. You have to do it at exactly room temperature. Otherwise, it doesn't activate whatever is the really? things are in it. And... But maybe if the baby's never tried anything else, but don't forget your breast milk's delicious. Like it is delicious. I've tasted it because I can't remember why. Because <laughs> <laughs> why not? But it also changes taste according to what you've eaten. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're breastfeeding your baby, they're going to have like a variety of flavors, aren't they? Yes. And if you're giving them a formula, they're only going to taste that for yeah. six right. months. And by the way, the six months thing of exclusive breastfeeding or exclusive formula feeding is crap. Like my second son wanted food by four months. Yeah. Right. He was desperate for it. He yeah, was grabbing yeah. it. He was taking it. Yeah. And my first son, I couldn't get him to eat food for six and a half months. Yeah. Just, he was a tit man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and what about the sleeping? Because we were talking before recording about the book, Why French Children Don't Throw Food. They let them cry. But well, yeah, what's because uh, they say obviously over there they talk about how they want them sleeping through the night by three months, whatever. And I what really your, believe, I really believe it works. Like my friend, she would have this clock in her house, and she would press a timer, and her child would be screaming, and she would not go in until that scream until the ten minutes came, and really? then she would go and comfort the baby. But their ch- her children sleep well. My toddler is still in my bed next to me, and my yeah. baby is now. Um, locked into the fact that he's not in bed and he will wake up every time I put yeah, him down yeah. until I hold him again. And that's why I'm so emotional <laughs> as well. But then I, the book, we were talking about but a book at the weekend that I recommended called They Fuck You Up by Oliver yeah. James. Quote, you finally quoting, finished. Oh quoting Philip Larkin there. They uh, Fuck You Up for Mum and Dad. Yes, from yeah. Um, and he, they, he talks in that about the dangers of that in the sort of that. He's basically, he says the first six months, Babies are almost just purely instinctual, but six months to three years is when that sort of behaviour of leaving them be can actually be very detrimental to their future sense of self. Well, I've heard of um, one child, but maybe this is an unrelated thing, smearing shit on the walls. Dirty protest. Yeah, and you think, is that related to being left? But I... I also think it's really not to do with that. Like millions of people leave their children yeah. to cry yeah. and millions of people yeah, sleep of well. But if you're breastfeeding, they tend to wake up more often because they need a refill. Yeah. So you're going to... So that is going to interrupt your sleep. If they're on yeah. formula, they apparently sleep better because they're more full. Yeah. Whereas breast milk, they, they're not going to be as full. But the other thing is that it depends on you. Yeah. We just couldn't leave him to cry. Yeah. And we tried... And for about 10 seconds once. And then I think we were, I must have been quite far in. He must have been at least 11 months old when I said to my other half, listen, this is it. This time we're going to let him cry. 
and I timed it and 90 seconds in <laughs> I heard mummy mummy so by the time so the the imagine he could speak before we thought to let him cry and he said mummy and no one has ever run upstairs faster yeah. before or since so the longest my elder son has ever cried was uh, probably 90.2 seconds as yeah. I was up there <laughs> like the wind and this is in your it's not going to happen in our house unfortunately but my children are very happy and they're very yeah. content and they love being passed around you know like you can pass around the baby he's yeah, yeah. they're very confident my son's very popular and uh, but he still sleeps next to me my toddler and checks that I'm there in the night was another thing in this the mothercraft manual obviously it's it's whatever 70 years old or something so there's things that are absolutely irrelevant and things um about the, the kind of feedings that they do which is like you know half a teaspoon of new zealand cream with some other weird sugar well, they would put it. rusks into the milk and stuff when i was small to yeah. fill the baby up yeah and so and this is like you, you suck on a piece of bread rusks are too sugary you put bread crust yeah, well that's what would make bread. sense yeah for like three three hours in the in a in the warm oven and do that but it's it's got those similar ideas to the french um the french book about the way that your children or your babies should sleep and how how quickly they Does should be able to sleep about the nappies yeah and they they do the um that they should not be wearing nappies really that from a very young age you hold them over a potty <laughs> but you put their... speak to louis schaefer about this he um, potty trained his children from three months, three yeah, to six there, months. Yeah, there's, there's a... And in China, that is what they do. Really? And yeah. I really, really think, considering that there are children at my son's nursery who are over three and they're still in nappies, Ooh. that we are psychologically thinking that's okay because we have pampers and it seems convenient. And, then, and, and also it's moderately inconvenient to yeah. potty train your child. But really, honestly, it took me about 20 minutes to potty train my son. There's a book that I've got stored in my Amazon wish list, which is about this system that you can do for potty training children very young, probably like. Um, yeah, I think I, with my first son, I tried at about 10 months and it was really easy. He was happy to use a potty and I thought, oh, this is going to be easy. And I didn't pursue it. And then after that, it was, it was a write-off until, <laughs> until about, I don't know, 18 months. Right. No, no, maybe 20 months. But it was it, when he was, it took like 20 minutes. And just said, "Oh, that's that's that then." And yeah. he never even had an accident. Yeah. But um, but certainly, I know people three years, three and a half years. are thinking, "Goodness me, what's going on?" It's that you're now creating an issue, aren't well, you? Well, that's it. That feels like yeah, you're sort of um, but it, you're put you're putting off something that just you'd be better it off. It has to, to just be done. Yeah. It, you know, but I think uh, and also people have this weird idea. You know, if you wait till the summer, then they can have loads of accidents. I just and. They said, loads of people said to me, don't buy your, um, make sure you buy really horrible pants because they're going to ruin them all and you have to put them all in the bin. But no, I just bought really nice pants. And so he, and I said, oh, this is exciting. Yeah. He was, comp he could talk and walk. I mean, it was not thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just also, think, no I think child of mine will wear bad pants. <laughs> 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 but you'll really find that you feel strongly about some yeah, things. Yeah. Even, yeah. and that I thought the reason why, um, French children don't throw food. The reason that book was so funny is because she's writing from an Anglo-American yes. perspective and she knows that some of the ways the French people are doing things are better. <laughs> They're just not the ways that she can do them. Yeah. I don't know if you remember the bit where she's talking about 
a French person mentions this carousel and she says, I know exactly the carousel that she's talking on because at this point I'm watching my child and I'm so completely on edge about them going around <laughs> in the corner. And this is when this French lady's done all of her emails and all of her admin and she sorted out everything for work. And this, uh, the American woman is absolutely neurotic that something's going to happen. So she, it's a, like a recognition of your own mania. But yeah. I, for me, um, I would never, the crying thing could never have happened. And I would love to be a different person, but I'm not. I am what yeah. I am. Yeah, and, and, and your children will be very happy because hopefully you'll be doing everything to make them happy. So yeah. whatever you're doing, you'll think that you're doing it right because you'll be doing what it is that is required to make your family work. Yeah, yeah. And um, the important um, thing is that you agree. Yeah. So uh, another friend of mine who was definitely, she thought I was insane when she found out I wasn't doing the crying out thing, but she and her husband had agreed. Like if... The day that I said to Sanjiv about the, we're going to let him cry, for then those 90 seconds, the reason I know it's 90 seconds is because I remember saying to him, it's only 60 seconds, Sanjiv, it's yeah. 65 seconds. He was pacing, he was ready to divorce me. So had he not said, mummy, mummy, you know, yeah. my husband would have cracked. So as long as you two agree, that's yeah. the that's the important thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that's the thing, I think, I know, I suspect we've got a similar... Yeah, but we will, I'm sure we'll find out things that we are not necessarily on the same page on and have to negotiate. I mean, like when you walked in with about the social media baby oh thing. Yeah, yeah. You're like, nice excuse cram. me, I've already set up the Instagram account. <laughs> yeah. and I know, but I, I'm not, I, I, what I was saying, I would never put a photo of a child on any of my social media. If you put yeah. a picture of us with the, a baby on your Facebook, that'd yeah. be absolutely fine. I'm just saying I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it on mine but that's because mine is i use mine for work work yeah mine isn't uh, i don't use it don't as put a things about me on there exactly because it's my work thing <laughs> I, I absolutely am not allowed to and yeah not even just of my baby not of my husband either and when you're doing stuff like edinburgh shows you have a chance to pr it up to the max and there was one thing it was like a double page spread where you basically get to bang on about your show but the premise was that you were pictured in your favorite room in your house apartment shoebox was nothing to do with where you lived or what you yeah. how your style was it's just why this room is important to you uh, I would never have been allowed to do that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say allowed as if I'm some... <laughs> but it, it was a sort of... It's always yeah, been it's a an agreement. And, and I think it's interesting as well because I talk about my other half on stage and I'm really vile and ruthless and unpleasant about him. But it's a joke and he could never care less what I said about him because he thinks it's a joke. And I can understand... He hasn't said this, yeah, but yeah. I can see that if I was to match up my material with pictures, yes. this is our home, yeah. this is what he looks yeah, yeah, like, yeah, this yeah, is our yeah. children. At the moment, it's just a joke. But if you were to to make it real, then it would suddenly be kind of odd and creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, I'm Jack Beaumont. I do Crime Club. In Series 1, I spoke to people like this. Did you not kick a policeman in the head? Yeah, that was... When was that? I was 17. Wait, was I 17 or 19? I think it might have been 19, actually. In series two, I talked to people like this. There was a paedophile with one leg. I kicked him clean out his wheelchair. About four of us, I mean, we battered him. And this. Cheated on your boyfriend to give him gonorrhea? Do you want to go there or would you rather not? Yeah, no, 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 I could talk about it. I have jingles like this. That's Crime Club, where strange people tell stories involving bad behaviour. New episodes out every Monday. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Tonight I tried, um, I've been at that point where I'm trying to sleep on my side a bit more because I've heard that you're not supposed to sleep you mustn't on your sleep on your back. back. Yeah. So I've been trying to sleep on my side and I'm not very good at it. I don't like it. I'm not comfortable going to sleep like that. I much prefer sleeping on my back or on my front, which the front is sort of becoming not possible now. There's just a little bump, but it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's you look absolutely gorgeous. uncomfortable. <laughs> you do. Thanks. <laughs> um, anyway, um, sleeping on my back is, is I'm trying to stop doing that. And so I put a pillow between my legs, which is what yeah. we've kind of been told initially by Felicity she was the first one to tell us about these huge big pillows that you can sleep well with. I'm a side sleeper so I've got no yeah, drama yeah, sleep yeah. on my side but I had the pelvic girdle thing so years I've had to have a, a pillow between my knees yeah have pillow. you seen the pregnancy pillows the big oh I've got them u-shaped yeah. ones oh, I'm, I mean I'm already pushing Fanta to buy one because I want to have a go oh get it. one yeah. because also they're handy for everything breastfeeding mm. really really and naps I'm thinking naps, just but for also naps. just when you're when you're reading yourself <laughs> really comfortable <laughs> 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 lean back and it's, a, it's a quite a handy pillow to have. Yeah, I yeah. think they look amazing. I found it, it was it was interesting because they, they, it feels like your legs should just be able to go together and it not be a problem. But I could definitely feel the difference in the comfort of having that pillow between... Well, then definitely stick with it because that between means my your, legs. your hips are going to be moving now as well. Yeah, that was nice. I had saw my acupuncturist this week and I'd had... Love a bit of acupuncture. Yeah, Which one are you saying? Um, her name's Anne-Sophie Morell. She's just mm. having... Graceland's near. Great believer in Dr. Deng here from Belsize Park. <laughs> <laughs> it took me ages to find one because I've got the best one in Melbourne mm-hmm. and then I would come and see people here every now and then and never found. Is your mum going to come over? I th- afterwards, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I have no I have no like desire for her to be there at the birth. No, obviously. Not. Some people do. Really? Yeah. They, Some people are they old enough there. to be having children? I've, um, I've already obviously arranged that... Our friend Jimmy McGee is going to be present at the birth. Oh, no, you're joking. <laughs> no. He's asked to, and who's Sean, Sean, Sean Walsh and oh, Nazel sure, yeah. Manalu want to wait outside. <laughs> yeah, it's I just want your... it to be like a real sort of community thing. You yeah. Know? Ho, ho, ho. We will not feel, you'll not feel like that. Huh? Got, obviously not. Oh, fine. Just checking. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Seeing the pram, you're getting excited about pillow and worried. <laughs> just really embracing this process. <laughs> Um, no, it's quite intense but I had people coming over like the day, first day I was home yeah I'm sure of it yeah and I loved it I was very um, emotional yeah I think that seems to be a key theme <laughs> <laughs> I'm very curious to know if you're I just won't believe it if you say that you're not emotional I'll ask Carl I won't ask you I think well, I mean I not can't now but later oh, you can go as uh, as yeah in the terms of the pregnancy yeah. I've, I think um, there's only only very very gentle changes yeah. to um, normal. Like, and I how's mean, your hospital? Because that makes a big difference. 
It's it's fine. We're still um We haven't been to the birth centre yet. No, we're gonna visit that next week. Because my first baby I had in Chelsea Hospital and ev- there was a culture in Chelsea Hospital of everybody I mean everybody, firstly the Is that Queen Charlotte's in Chelsea or is that a different Chelsea? And Chelsea? Okay. They were so nice. I mean the receptionist would say, Hi Yeah and the woman doing the scan would be oh how amazing i felt like i was the first person to ever have a baby and i'm talking about the midwives and the local midwife midwifery center in pimlico at every single stage and at uclh which is an incredible hospital if anything goes wrong they my friend's baby is fine he was born at 26 weeks so what a miracle hospital Mm. but at every single stage of the process no one was nice to me with what, when? Just, just generally, like if so. When I had my scan, yeah, I said, oh, I can't see the baby. She just shrugged. Didn't is this move the, the first screen. baby or second? This is the second baby. Oh really? So my first so what baby. What hospital was the second then? UCLH. Oh, and right. it's an incredible hospital. I'm not criticising yes. it, and they were amazing when right, I gave yeah, birth. Yeah, sorry, yeah. But then after I gave birth, I gave birth naturally, and it took till one in the morning to get a codeine, and I had had no pain relief. Wow. And and they, but it, that so that was irritating, but. They just weren't kind, like on the way through. Yeah. So when I couldn't see the baby, she just shrugged and didn't move the screen. And, and they had different opinions right. on, on, because I hemorrhage when I give birth, because I give birth fast. The different opinions on whether or not I should give birth in the birth center. Mm-hmm. And by the end, I was hysterical. I was convinced I was going to die. Yeah. thought that they were going to kill me. I thought that I was going to see my toddler again. I got myself into a complete and utter state. And my you were in the hospital, you were in the labor ward. No, it was in you? the birth centre. Yeah. I gave birth on the floor. I literally gave birth in under an hour. It was it was a complete and utter traumatic shambles. But um, I mean, up to that moment, like just people saying to you that, oh, you're you're late when I wasn't late, and yeah. getting things wrong or not giving me an appointment or just not smiling. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it was just the most pathetic things that set you on your path yeah. to happiness. Yeah. Or but also important things, you know. Like I think I've I'm not. I think everyone we've met so far at where we are um has been really nice yeah but there's there was definitely still just a slight drop off from when we were at the ivf clinic yeah the wolfson clinic where we did IVF. <laughs> everyone is so nice like, i miss them a little bit yeah and then actually when they they sort of you finish with them and then you move back into the normal system everyone just you just there's a slight loss of but everyone's I, still but nice but they're not as i think nice. that's interesting because you might have already been set up so yeah. in other words, if you're set up for the important bit, which uh, and for you maybe because you were already in a long process that you were hoping would work for you, maybe your emotional investment has already been reciprocated yeah. pleasantly. And we'd had a, we had a clear idea of sort of what was happening rather than just getting pregnant and going, oh, right, I have to go to the hospital now or do a scan. Like it was quite clear what we were, what we had to do next. We were getting appointments. Yeah. And we knew what yeah. was, we were supported. I, was, in I was absolutely broken by the end of my second pregnancy and I was confident and everything. It wasn't even mm. just because people weren't nice to yeah. me. But I had my a, first pregnancy, I was, I was in incredible, it was incredible. Incredible. Just people just like, hi. <laughs> just a smile. Yeah. It was free. It was free. That was the way to think. And it was clean. Clean. Mm. What a clean hospital. Not the kind of hospital you go into the toilet and you think, Jesus Christ, what am I going to catch? You know, it yeah. was clean and smiling. I think, wow, those are the two key. I don't even think of something. I mean, listen, you just want everything to go right, actually. What am I talking about? The most important thing yeah. is a healthy baby. I had an appointment with our second midwife um just the other day 
and because we'd 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 been to a first um, children's centre where we met with a midwife who I really liked she was really cool she was also pregnant so I I was a bit like oh well she's not going to be here the whole time but I still like her and then she changed our center to a different one because she said that was closer to us so I was already a bit like oh it's not going to be as good and I went to it and it was fine she was nice she wasn't as good but she was nice um and there because we we are still talking about home birth like that's an option my seriously my brother-in-law's a pediatrician he said it's going back in time he said it's absolutely fine if there's nothing goes wrong yeah. he said but the tiniest thing goes wrong and you'll you lose your baby sorry to be dramatic yeah but he told me about a terrible case he said this is the most simple thing if this had happened in a hospital there is no drama yeah and the midwife just didn't have the um the medicine to give the woman an injection she lost her baby sorry to be yeah but yeah, he said yeah. it is absolutely he th- he went on and on and on about it and he's he does yoga yeah he's not even a i'm not even talking about some old fuddy-duddy who doesn't understand anything you'd really yeah, like yeah. him you see eye to eye on him you would actually get on well with yeah. this man and he could not have been more dramatic and also because the government's encouraging him best because it's cheaper yes but don't have one but that was it yeah when i when i, I, I mentioned I, it to her she was like oh she was kind of responded oh great but i i still had a thing in my mind that i thought that people weren't particularly supportive of that idea yeah i thought they'd, i my assumption was the same that they'd push you towards but then it hospital. makes sense in terms of the hospital space and the birth center so space that they're going for my first baby i arrived at the hospital like six centimeters dilated I, I was woke up in full labor having contractions every 90 seconds i could birth really really quickly and the only reason he didn't come out even faster like i was crowning they, by the time i was in the birth yeah. pool I, he was already coming out yeah and but he um had his arm up so there was meconium mm-hmm. now meconium can get into a baby's lungs and kill the baby but because i was next you know i was in the birth center because they could take me across the hospital the baby was fine yeah uh, but uh, and then I hemorrhaged so really badly yeah uh, but that was and I was having a natural birth I wasn't I'd listened to those shitty hypnobirthing tapes <laughs> I was not trying to have a medicalized yeah, yeah, yeah. procedure but I still and I didn't have a medicalized procedure but I still had an episiotomy and an emergency and a, um, a hemorrhage yeah and that was and that was quite smooth I guess one of my thoughts about it, because people that we've spoken to who have who have planned on, say, going to the birth centre often don't get that option and just get moved straight into the labour ward or into the hospital bit. And I was I've in my head, I've been like, well, if we were doing home birth and something happened, then it would be here and we could go straight to the labour ward like that, that that difference of being just next door and going straight. Well, there I would. Home. So I gave birth to my second son in under an hour mm. and I've there would be and I hemorrhage then as well yeah and I couldn't even have gas and air for him they couldn't physically get me from the corner I I was on the floor and there was no gas and air in that room because there wasn't I wasn't in a room I was just in a like you know like a little side room that you're not supposed to be in because they didn't have time to clean out a room for me the baby was just coming out so what I mean is that if I had been having that baby at home well when I hemorrhaged what would have how would they have yeah. fixed it? I mean, maybe they could have fixed it. I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've, do you know what? I really wouldn't bother. And if you don't mind me saying so, not at 40 either. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's all. They're, they're all things that I. That's you not know. even a secret because you said that you were forty. No, I was, I'm, uh, I'm telling I'm a great believer in lying about your age. But <laughs> <laughs> you you want to go with it, whatever. Yeah, yeah I'm saying it. Um, By yeah. the way, I'm sure you're going to have lots of hippies writing in and abusing me. Fuck off, no. <laughs> um, but I really believe uh, no, no home birth, no. Yeah, yeah. that's. But that's <coughs> that's interesting to hear, and all the and your experience from that because, uh, like, yeah, I'm I'm definitely not not wed to that idea. But it had been. It's, it's also just if, let's say your placenta was the wrong way around, or the mm. baby didn't move, or there was meconium, or for anything more dramatic than your thinking. Yeah. Mm. Anything yeah. that takes a minute extra time yeah. is a minute of a meconium being in your baby's lungs. Is And a meconium's the, the green stuff where basically they shit themselves. Yeah. So my son was coming out so fast, and obviously he was stuck, which we yeah, didn't yeah, realize. Yeah, yeah. So he obviously he could have panicked, panicked, or maybe it. it was that I was a week overdue. Yes. You, don't, you don't know. Yeah, but if that gets into the lungs, it, it happened to Sanderson's baby, didn't it? Sanderson Jones, because oh, he was tweeting about it on Instagram, so I don't right. think it's a secret. But his son had meconium in the lungs, and yeah. it can be fatal. Yeah. So, I, you know, he's even, a bit of a hippie, isn't he? Yeah. Would that be hospital or would that I think be? that was they were definitely in hospital in the pictures that he was posting. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's not something I'm not sharing anything private, but that yeah, yeah, yeah. um, even just you should have seen it go in code red and. Chelsea I mean it was interesting yeah as uh because only three seconds out of you look so serene <laughs> there I was in the pool like, yeah this is so great and uh yeah really like just absolutely nailing this and yeah. the next minute help he's shot himself yeah, not yeah, not yeah, me yeah. like them thing were um but I just think also by the way you, I'm absolutely confident you're going to have a totally serene wonderful amazing beautiful birth that you could have easily had here in your yeah. sitting room Again, why would you want to clean up that fucking mess? <laughs> yeah, it's true. It is a messy, <laughs> messy business. That yeah, is very yeah. true. You know, well, no thanks. <laughs> Have to get new uh, new floors. <laughs> so I was, I mean, even from a practical perspective, I wouldn't bother. But from just the outlying risk. Yes. Take no risks. This is about to be the greatest thing ever. And everything about it is going to be new and full on. Don't need to add to the drama. Yeah. You know. Yeah interesting yes very good i need um, to get a home birth expert on next week going the other someone. way well yeah. i don't know that uh, yeah we haven't spoken to anyone yet who's had a home no. birth there was that one podcast wasn't there deliciously ella she had one yeah she did yeah in yeah. a pool at home <clears throat> silly cow <laughs> <laughs> terrible mistake she's very lucky she got away with it and i think she was 25 <laughs> or something as well yeah that make a difference I, I probably yeah. You know. When you, um, when you, uh, you mentioned hypno birthing, what was did you do that then? Because obviously, every, I think so far that's been a recurring yeah. thing. Some people have spoken about very positively. Well, Brian, Brian, Kimmins was yeah. raving about it. Well, I, d- I did. F- I have a joke about it because I really did find her voice so irritating. Oh yeah, and I remember that. I just couldn't really get into it, yeah. but I did find. Um, I did feel so confident. I felt so happy. Yeah. So that the birth was going to be put. Yeah, and I really I've read, you, this, I've read a really hippie book. Oh my god, I've got to find out what it is. Um, it's a, it's, what is it? It's a big book, and it's all about these women giving birth on the land in America. Is that Inna May Gaskill's? Yes, I've got it. I'm about to start. Oh reading my it. god! <laughs> now she obviously is a great home birth believer, and. Well, because she's an amazing midwife and she's mm. delivered thousands of babies in some field. And <laughs> I knew 
from speaking to my brother-in-law that I was always going to have my baby in a hospital because that if anything went wrong, I was yes. going to be in a hospital. But I did find reading her book amazing. One of the things that she's describing in it, I told you, please don't let me talk too much. And I am talking no, too much. No, it's good. But one of the things she describes in it is basically you're, you dilate, right? Yeah. And so that the baby can come out. Mm. But if someone goes into the room or the space that you don't like, a vagina can shut like a Venus flytrap. <laughs> yeah. Bang. So one second, you're six centimeters dilated. The next, you've shut up shop. You're one and a half centimeters gone. You've got to start the whole process again because yeah. someone's looked at you wrong yeah. and made you feel uncomfortable. Well, what's yeah, the hormone? My whole, uh, what's whole the hormone pregnancy? that's meant to ease it? What's the, the hormone that is... The oxytocin, oxytocin yeah. that's, isn't that sort of regulated by your mood as well at the time yes. so that, and, and if your mood's changed to a negative that can lower the yeah, oxytocin and they, they also when they give you that to induce your labour it's yeah. apparently very painful if it comes in the wrong space. they give it to you as an injection or something they they give you I don't know how they deliver it maybe through Guess. I don't know how they yeah. deliver it because yeah. I didn't need it I, I certainly am not someone that needs to be induced I'm <laughs> <laughs> well. um, sorry about the language because oh, people might be listening to this cut out all the swearing no, no. It's fine. Um, but um, I think that uh, yeah no I didn't have a I didn't have a problem with that but I think that's the chemical that they give you if you're going to be induced yeah. it can be painful because it's not the natural amount that would be released spontaneously into your system yeah, yeah. but we're also talking about you're glowing and you're having a really nice pregnancy yeah. my friend she had such terrible hyperemesis that her kidneys failed and she yeah. she had to have like about 12 scans you know so I think if you're if you're lucky enough to be having a really amazing, healthy, fabulous pregnancy, I was lucky like that. I had yeah. a best yeah. time, greatest time. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have another baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you did. We were talking the other night about yoga. Yes, that I said. This is another warning. Story. Yeah, I had a lot of relaxing. Yeah, I've got hyper extension anyway. Yeah, you, you can see that. I can yeah. see that you're flexible the way yeah, you're sitting. Yeah, and I was doing yoga, and I wasn't doing hot room yoga because I'm not supposed to do hot room yoga. But I was like, wow, I'm still so bendy. <laughs> the room isn't even warm and wee. <laughs> and I was only doing pregnancy yoga. But yeah. my one day, and I was walking up. One day, I woke up and I couldn't. I couldn't walk at all. And I had that pelvic girdle thing when your pelvis just moves apart too soon from the relaxing. Yeah, and. It's horrible even now. It's click, 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 clicks. Because apparently your hormones still aren't quite right when you're breastfeeding. Breastfeeding. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so it's not going to go totally back to normal until I stop. Yeah. So this was in yo this was in yoga post-birth or no, this is prenatal natal yoga. Yeah. And I just encouraged, I just basically moved my pelvis too quickly because the, you have so much relaxing going in. And mm. I would highly recommend prenatal Pilates, mm. which is superb. But they're working on all the right muscles to keep your hips and everything together. You don't need to be floating about yeah. <laughs> until the last minute. Yeah. And it's incredibly painful pelvic girdle thing. And you can't get NHS help for it. So you can, I went to the hospital to have NHS help. And I was, I felt so sad because I was in this room and I was the only English speaking person there. Mm. And there's the person, the midwife trying to explain or the doctor trying to explain what, what's happened to your sacroiliac joints. And I was thinking sacroiliac joints, even I've never heard of sacroiliac yeah. joints. So how is someone supposed to understand in you know, one Polish girl, one woman from Somalia where no one can walk yeah. and they're having to wait and you, so you first you get a lecture and then you can maybe get some physio later down the line. But most of these people, by the time they could have had help, they would have been giving birth. Yeah. So you really want to keep your sacroiliac great and if you do have a problem with it there's a pelvic girdle partnership and they recommend uh, people that can give you physio 
and each of those physios that are recommended have been recommended by at least two people who've had pelvic girdle yeah. issues so I had a genius Irish woman in London who I went into her office weeping and I couldn't walk and I left walking happily and how far into your pregnancy were you I must have been about six months in okay. and then I saw her for the last three months of my pregnancy and this time it happened really fast but I knew it was going to happen and I didn't I basically didn't exercise at all yeah so and that was something that over that three months then was still healing and still um no I just had to continually keep everything in alignment yeah so and basically undo all my yoga <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um but the second time around I just didn't do anything I should have done Pilates but I just I was so busy with a toddler and I just slept I tried to sleep I get scared like I've been do I've been doing just some very short yoga things at home I'm not particularly flexible I'll be happy to get a bit more relaxing to um yeah get a bit more more bendy um but just doing a few sort of poses at home I'm a bit scared to go to a full class because I think just go to hard. prenatal pilates but prenatal is, is that hard or is it it's so hard? easy is it nice it's so easy and also have you ever done pilates like twice oh well firstly ago. it's completely dictated by you mm. so you're being told to do x y or z and then you literally do as much as you can yeah, yeah. so that it's not possible to do too much because well you wouldn't be able to yeah um you know they'd say and another one and you just wouldn't manage to do it <laughs> I, do, I do that usually so <laughs> yeah perfect so <laughs> you, you'll set your own pace accidentally and the prenatal pilates is really fantastic i yeah. went there to recover mm. prenatally and postnatally as my acupuncturist also said to do prenatal Pilates. Yeah, so she's, she's right. I'm going to look around for some classes. Yeah. And maybe go and do that. Um, Carl, did you have any questions or um, I suppose the question I tend to ask guests uh, is, uh, what do you recommend the partner of somebody who's pregnant? Is there anything I should be wary of, keen to learn? What should I, what can I my, do to feel more helpful and productive my husband in my first pregnancy kept saying things like i really want you to have the best pregnancy because it's your pregnancy and that made me feel really emotional yes <laughs> thinking about it i feel emotional again <laughs> and then when we were in the hospital he really thought that i was just the most incredible person he couldn't hide his admiration he yes. didn't even try to and he kept for weeks afterwards he had this sort of look on his face as he remembered the birth and he'd be like just can't believe you did that. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. So it's more sort of praise, praise it was, it is the thing. That it was absolute admiration. Yeah. So it was it was just generous kindness. Yeah. And then it was absolute admiration. The second pregnancy, none of the generous <laughs> kindness, not remotely interested. We'd already done it. And after the birth, came home, said to my mother in front of me, pretty easy this time, the baby just popped out, <laughs> and started talking about his flu. Uh, I'm not even kidding. And excellent. I was upset for weeks. Yeah. I'm still angry. And he's <laughs> nine months later, okay. livid. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So it's more just be... Pretty basic, Carl. Praise and admiration. That's good. That's a good tip. No one said that so far. No. Well done, Hannah, on your work so far. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> You're doing very well. I'm very proud see, of you. See, that sounds like sarcasm. It does sound. <laughs> see, now it sounds sarcastic. Yeah, but, but I think that the admiration will come naturally. Yeah, Just totally. Kindness might be unnatural, so work on that until the birth. I'm, I'm admiration, overwhelmingly kind. Admiration yes. will be natural. Yes. It's the second one you've got to worry about. Get me back to give you some top tips for the second okay, one. Okay, Sure. <laughs> Well, I think we've covered a lot of stuff there, which is, which is really good. And you, you taught 
but not too much. Definitely not too much. No, no. The the best thing about doing this is that talking to different people and finding out things from them. I learn something every time, and there's always things to think about and go. Think of all the poor, disinterested men in green rooms up and down the country who hear all this crap about giving birth. (laughs) They do not want to know. Hopefully, they can listen to this and be very interested. Yes. (laughs) And support and admire and be kind to their partners. Um, so thank you for coming in. Thank you so much for having us. I enjoyed myself. <laughs> yeah. Have you had a nice uh, few hours? I out? have. I have. I'm just thinking, damn it, got to go back to the babysitter now. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. Bye. All of television history is contained in the Box of Delights. I've climbed up Nelson's column once before. These are small. And put it down in front of Backpuss. I'm Julia Rayside. Join me and my guests as we dip into our favourite TV memories. Boys must have they bashing head like this. You can't tell me what to do, you ain't my mother! I love when a plan comes together. Come and tell us what yours are too. We've all been told we can't discuss nominations. It's a bit of car air. Shut up with a novel on the top. I think I like you, Lovejoy. Find us on Twitter at Box Delights Pod and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Great Big Owl. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.